Rabbi Herbs, are you ready? Uh, one second. Um, can we get some volume over here? Because I can hardly hear myself. Oh, wait, it's coming, I think. No, no. Now we, okay, now it's good. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Okay, uh, Rabbi Herbs, are you ready? I'm as ready as you are. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so let's remind everybody you're listening to jradio.com. And you can listen to us live on the telephone. You always do that, telephone. Okay, you can listen to us live on the telephone. 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. Of course, you can listen to us at And you can also listen to us live. And you can follow us on that same number I'm going to give you. You could follow us on archives. That means if, let's say, you had a simcha and you missed a show and you want to hear it, so you can catch it on the archives, perhaps a day or two later. Okay, and that number is 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And I'd like to remind you, if you'd like to text in to ask for information about advertising or sponsoring one of our shows, then, of course, you could text in to 347-927-8398. And, of course, if you have a wonderful story idea and you got all the details, you'd like to uh, have it forwarded to me, so you could text it in to 347-927-8398. And, of course, Jerry Radio would be more than happy to email it to me. Okay, and I'd like to remind you that JV Radio can definitely use your donations. So please, by all means, uh, you can contribute some of your mice again to J Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That number again is J Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And of course, the number that you should call after the show, uh, I mean, after the story, that is. I mean, you know what I mean? Yes, the, the number to call after the uh, you know, story is over. The call to say, you know, perhaps what lesson you learned in the story is the number that we never really say, but we're going to do it anyways without any stick luck. Okay, here we go. 718-683-5858. That number again is 718-683-5858. Okay, there we go. We got that out of the way. Okay, now what else do you want to do? <laughs> what else? Uh, well, I'd like to remind everybody that, uh, you know, uh, this show is sponsored as a Rafu Shlema for Chaim Yesitzvi Ben Sarah Miriam and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Once again, it's sponsored for Rafu Shlema for Chaim Yesitzvi Ben Sarah Miriam and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Okay, and I would like to remind you, I'll do that. That's my part of any. This is what I gotta do. Uh, move over, please, Rabbi Herbs. I said please, right? Okay, if you said please. Okay, so uh, Rabbi Herbst's book, you know, uh, Zelig the Wagon Drive is still for sale in stores, and his older books from Art Scroll are still for sale also in stores, you know. Uh, the tell Me a Tale 1, Tell Me a Tale 2, and, of course, Tales to Live By. Okay, and, of course, the newest CD from Rabbi Herbst, you know, uh, the double CD, you know, Yuffa Story Series with Master Storyteller Rabbi Herbst, you know, I'm Innocent, I Tell You, is still on sale. It's a big, hot uh, item, and it's been already through its second printing. Okay. And uh, if you want to order other CDs, you know, or even the new one, you know, whatever it is, you know, through uh, Rabbi Herbs directly, you know, so you could call, uh, you know, uh, 718-375-1294, and Rabbi Herbs will be more than happy to either email you or fax you uh, uh, the uh, updated list, okay? And of course, you know, some people, they call up and they say, uh, please email me, and um, they don't give me an email address, you know, right, Rabbi Herbs, we can't uh, email. No, no, we can't email the list, or even fax it if they don't give us a number to fax or to email. Okay, so uh, 
I'd like to remind everybody that... Nah, I'll do that part, okay, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, storytelling, I, you know, well, um, you know, um, why are you looking at me? Because I want to do this, because I have a very long story. Okay, so you go ahead and do it. Okay, if anybody's interested in hiring myself... That's Rabbi Yerps, you mean, you know, Rabbi Yerps, you know, the storyteller, the martial artist, you know, the, the, the guy from the Mar guy, you know, uh, th th this guy's standing on my left side, which is why I should be standing on his right side, because if he's on the left side of me, but I mean... You know, see, okay, 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 just let me do this, okay? Okay, do it. Okay, if anybody's interested in hiring me as a storyteller for any special event, or for a Koyach in the Mayach show, or from a special uh, martial arts, uh, you know, demo or something like that, then, of course, you know, you can call 718-375-1294. And, of course, I'll do this one. Uh, art lessons, uh, martial art lessons, uh, exercises, uh, Qigong exercise, energy exercise, and things like that is available also. And you can call 718-375-1294. But uh, remember, I'll tell this part. Okay, remember that, yes, most of the time slots are filled. Uh, currently, there's one time slot that's available. And uh, so it happens to be that because some people, you know, backed out, which I told you I teach the real thing. And some people, it gets too hard after a while. And they drop out and they don't have the or the time to uh, continue doing so, nonetheless, the, there are some people that called, asked about that time slot, said they would get back to me, but I'm telling you clear, it's first come, first serve, whether it be art or whether martial arts. Okay, now I'd like to remind everybody one last thing, and I'm going straight to the story. What, what is that? I don't even know that. That's right, you don't. Because believe it or not, as we get closer, it's right now towards the end of January. No, it's not. Oh, you're right. It's 31st. <laughs> That's right. And February is starting tomorrow. I said, Rosh Chodesh, do we say how? Yossi. Okay, just kidding, just kidding. I know. <laughs> Months we don't say hello. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. How about Tachnan? Yossi. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so listen very carefully. I'd like to remind everybody, I know that the camps, uh, like sleepaway camps and day camps, they start making their plans for their summer uh, projects or summer events or summer special shows. So if you're interested in hiring myself for any storytelling events or any Koyach and the Mayach special events or anything of that nature, so don't be shy, call early, because even if you're a uh, camp, you know, away from the mountains, okay, in the mountains, I should say, that if you want a good price, you know, if I have enough people, you know, and it pays for me to come up there for a couple of days or a week or so, whatever it is, or even for a day if I'm doing a few jobs there, then I can definitely give you the better deal. Because obviously, if I only come up to the mountains for one show, obviously, it's going to cost more. So, um, you know, we try, you know, people call off a dates, and then we try to hold it. Okay, so now the story. Here we go. Are you ready? Today's story is a requested story. It's called... Adam Baal Shem Tov. Adam Baal Shem Tov. You mean, I, I, like, I like the Baal Shem Tov, you throw Baal Shem Tov? No, no, no. Adam Baal Shem Tov lived before the Baal Shem Tov. You understand? So let's get right into the story. It's a long story, and please don't interrupt me. Okay, I won't interrupt. I'm going to sit back here, and these are big, beautiful new couches over here, you know, so I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, that would be nice. But it's hard to fall asleep. Why? Because of your story. Okay, so let me start it. Anyways, many, many, many years ago. Now, I want to just tell you that Adam Baal Shem Tov, there are many versions and many explanations of who he was, 
and some say that this was not really his real name, but nonetheless, I don't have time to go into all the differences, but be aware that there are many differences. So I want to tell you like this. Adam Baal Shem Tov, are you ready? He was a very great tzaddik, and he was a makubal, and he did many interesting things. And according to this version that I'm telling you now, he lived near Prague. As a matter of fact, according to this version, he was like considered the Rav, their Rav. Whenever they had Shilas or something like that, they used to ask him. And that's what they used to do. They used to ask Odom Baal Shem Tov, any kind of Shilas that they had, they used to ask Odom Baal Shem Tov. So now that we got a little background, <laughs> we also got to go to the king of Prague. I don't know what his name is, even though I saw many sources to this particular story, whatever it was, but no one said the name of the king. They just said the king of Prague at that time. Now, the king of Prague at that time was a shtickel bit of an antisemitish mensch, which means he didn't like the Jewish people so much, and neither did his officers. So uh, let's go to a typical day in uh, the uh, cabinet, or whatever you want to call it, having those big, fancy, fancy meetings. So here we go. All right. My dear, wonderful ministers, <laughs> what do you want to do today for fun? Well, sir, to be honest with you, um, what was the last thing you do? Uh, I did, I mean, do, uh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> What's the last thing I did? I blew my nose. What's the difference? <laughs> no, I mean to the Jewish people. Well, I've been raising their taxes quite a lot. How much can I raise their taxes? You want me to raise their taxes again? Yes. Uh, what should I raise it on? Now, of course, I just want to tell you that the way it's written down in that safer is that this king thought of the most silliest and craziest things for anything in the world that he could find a way that to raise the taxes for the Jewish people and make their life miserable in their part of the Jewish part of the, meaning where they lived in Prague, he did. And uh, therefore, you know, so I'm going to use the poetic license to make things a little bit <laughs> humorous, I guess. And uh, we'll just, because it didn't list exactly what he made them pay taxes for, just said it was the most ridiculous things. So let's pick a ridiculous thing. <clears throat> All right, gentlemen, who has an idea? Uh, sir, why don't we make a tax for every step that they walk in the street? <laughs> Are you going to sit there and count it? Uh, they'll probably stand still the whole time. Oh, besides, that's ridiculous. You can't make a tax at every step. They'll walk all over us. <laughs> I like that one. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know what you got to do? Instead of putting a tax on that, um, you know, uh, let's pick something that is uh, uh, feasible to do. Like what? Uh, perhaps we should make a tax on uh, a person is not allowed to pick his nose in public. Because <laughs> if he picks his nose in public, we'll put a tax on him. But we'll give him a double tax, because that means if he picks his nose in public, he probably picks it in private, and therefore he should pay double. <laughs> it's a ridiculous tax. That's why we should do it. You're right. We shall do it. And so another crazy tax was added to the Jewish people. And the Jewish people in Prague did not like this very much. So what did they do? They complained. But to who? Not to the king, because he didn't listen to them. The king would say, oh, go away from here. How dare you come to ask me questions? You're lucky that I let you live here even. Now go, 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 go. And of course he would send them away. But the meanwhile, 
There was one they knew they could count on, perhaps, with his tfilos or whatever. And that someone was none other than Odom Baal Shem Tov. And so a delegate of Eden went, and they knocked on the door. As they came to the door, closer and closer, more Eden came, and they knocked. They were knocking from all sides of the door. And Adam Baal Shem Tov got up from his chair, from where he was sitting, learning. He got up, and he went to the door, and he said, Yes, may I help you? Oiva is near. What is going on here? So many people gathered at my door. What seems to be the problem? And all the people began talking at once. And now he made a tax of picking your nose. Excuse me? What? Well, can I speak for everybody? Go ahead. All right. Well, it seems to me we got terrible problems. You know, the king, he always makes taxes. He raises the taxes here, makes a bigger tax there, and a bigger tax there, and a tax here, and a tax there. And, and, and this getting ridiculous about he made the most craziest taxes. I mean, you know, he made a tax that we can't, uh, you know, raise our hands too high when the, we see his officials. He made a tax that when we walk the streets and, and then we, we, we see somebody from the government's official, we have to take off our hat and, you know, give a little bow. And, all the, <laughs> and now he made the most craziest thing. What was that? I thought I heard you say something about picking the nose. Yes! What are we gonna do? It's never gonna stop! Hmm. I think he went a little too far this time. Well, it could be. So what are you going to do? Never mind what I'm going to do. All of you, go home. Go home, I assure you. There is nothing to worry about. Go. Go home. Every one of you, please, 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 go home. I give you my word, there is nothing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. You have nothing to worry about. No, go home, go home. And sure enough, everybody went home. Every one of them, they trusted in Adam Baal Shem. Meantime, Adam Baal Shem, he went over, and he went to his chair again. And this time he closed the Gemara that he was learning. And he took out a safer, and he put it on the table. It must have been a safer tilum of some sort. He put it on the table, and he started to cry bitter tears and say words from Tehillim. And now, while he is busy crying and davening, let us switch to the palace of this evil king of Prague at that time. Yes. Yes. Oh, by the way, Rabbi, about like what time period this happened? Well, if it happened before the real Baal Shem Tov, I mean, well, the famous known Baal Shem Tov, then it obviously happened uh, before the 1700s or very early 1700s. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know. Okay. You got it now, okay? No more interruptions. Now I'll go back to sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Funny way you sleep. Okay. Anyways, so what happened was like this. That night in the king's palace, he was there and he said, All right, gentlemen. It's time for me to turn in for the night. I feel very good. That new tax. Ah, I heard that the Jewish people were grumbling about it. <laughs> Let them grumble. Let them rumble. Let them grumble. <laughs> I'm so tired. All right. You two guards, you stay in front of my door. As you usually do, right? 
Yes, sir. We will stay in front of your door as you usually do. I mean, as I, I mean, as we usually do. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm going to go to sleep. Let me get into my royal pajamas. Now I got my royal nightcap. Let me jump into my royal bed. All right. I'm in my royal bed. And now, let me just go to sleep. And he went to sleep. All of a sudden, he heard noise. We're being attacked! We're being attacked! Reveal eyes! Reveal eyes! And suddenly the king woke up. Ah, what? What's going on here? What do you mean we're being attacked? Sir, your majesty, we're being attacked by your enemies. My enemies dare to attack me? <laughs> Take advantage of me while I'm sleeping? Hell, get the army alarmed. And unarmed. I mean armed and alarmed. I mean sound the alarm. I mean sound the alarm. I mean get them armed and alarmed and alarmed. I mean just get them. Let's go. Let's go, go fight, fight, fight. We gotta go fight. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, give me you over there. Uh, give me my royal armor. You gonna go out and fight in your pajamas? No, 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 of course not. I'll make you put on my royal battle gear. Okay, here we go. Um, sir, what? Wow, 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 wow. You forgot to take off your slippers. Oh, all right, let me. Yeah, give me my, my, my shampoos. Okay, here we go. Got my boots on, my shampoo. I got my armor. Got my royal crown. <laughs> all right, let me lead you all in battle. And sure enough, the king, he took his soldiers and he started to go and fight from the wall. And the enemy was very smart. The king of Prague did not realize what the enemy had in mind. The enemies were attacking. And suddenly they started to retreat. The enemies, they called out, Retreat! 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 Come on, come on, let's go! Retreat! Retreat! And sure enough, they were starting to retreat. And the king of Prague felt very good about this. <laughs> yeah! Look at that. Uh, they try to take us by surprise. And uh, we showed them a good thing. You know what? Before they have a chance to regroup, let's go open the gates and let's go after them. And they all started screaming. And they all wanted to go after them. And sure enough, the big gates of that city of Prague, where the capital, where the king was, opened up. And the soldiers marched out, some on horses, some on foot, and they were going. And the king was on his royal horse. <laughs> All right, men, attack! And he started attacking. And, of course, these soldiers that were running away were running and running. But yet, at the same time, they were laughing. Unfortunately, the king of Prague did not catch it. That he was laughing. All the, I shouldn't say just he, but all the soldiers around that were running away were laughing. <laughs> it makes a running. <laughs> Wait till he sees the surprise we got for him. <laughs> what, 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 what's going on? My eyes deceiving me. Are you laughing as you're running away? <laughs> no, uh, I'm crying. <laughs> we're losing the battle. <laughs> It was a kind of funny scene. As they turned their heads to look at the King of Prague, they were laughing. No, they were crying. But when they turned back away from the King of Prague, they were laughing again. And finally, 
The trap that was set for the king of Prague was set. And these men, suddenly, when they came to the turning point where they had to stop because other soldiers were hiding, oh, boy, what a surprise the king of Prague would be in. Suddenly, the soldier running away stopped, and his soldiers, uh, I guess the commander said, All right, hold it right there, stop, turn around and fight. And the king stopped his horses. Hold, hold. What's going on here? You got so little men left, and you want to try to fight? Be smart and surrender. <laughs> you think we're going to surrender? At the count of three, I will bring up soldiers from the earth. <laughs> what do you think? You're a sorcerer, a magician, or like the Jewish people say, a kishifmacher? <laughs> you can't do such a thing like that. It's impossible. It's totally impossible. You can never do such a thing like that. But... Unfortunately, the king was not aware that there were holes dug in the ground and they put false grass screens on top and there were soldiers hiding in the ground. And suddenly the commander said, Oh yeah, you think I can do this, huh? I'm going to go count to three and snap my fingers. One, two, three. Boom. And he snapped his fingers. All of a sudden, out of the ground, the grass popped up. And it popped up from the ground every direction. And soldiers came out of the ground and they started screaming, Let's go capture the king! And they were running after them. And suddenly it was the king's men that said, Oh boy, cost gotta be jumping caterpillars without wings. I don't know about you, your majesty. I'm getting out of here. But the king thought he was brave, and he said, Fight on, man! Don't be cowards! Fight, fight, fight! But before he knew it, all his soldiers ran away. And the next thing the king of Prague realized was he was surrounded by men with spears and bows and arrows. And the king of Prague said, I'll kill you all! I'll, 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 where did my men go? <laughs> Your men, they run away! <laughs> you got nobody here! <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to surrender? You want to die? What do you want to do? Huh? <laughs> uh, what? How dare you? I'm the king of Prague. My men will come for me. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, they'll never find you. All right, drop your weapon. I'm going to count to three. If you don't drop your weapon when I count to three, you are finished. And sure enough, this commander counted, one, two, three, drop your weapon or are you going to get 300 arrows through you? Uh, uh, all right, I'm dropping my sword. <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping my shield. I'm coming off my horse. My hands are up in the air. <sighs> Good. All right. Now here comes our king. And suddenly the enemy king came forward. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> so you're the king of Prague. <laughs> and now look at you. You're nothing. Take him with his crown. I want him to wear the royal crown. Let's parade him through our city. Come, let's take him, yes. And so they didn't give him a horse to ride on. They tied his hands up. And there was the king of the enemy was on his horse holding the other end of the rope. And as fast as he would go, the king of Prague had to run along, and he was not used to running. You can rest assured of that. So he ran, 
and he ran along and he finally got to the town where this king, the enemy king was. And he was going, <laughs> okay, come on, please stop. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, of course, we're going to stop now. <laughs> All right, everybody from our whole town, our whole area, please gather around. Everybody see, this is the king of Prague. He thinks he's so great. He thinks he's so smart. <laughs> but we outsmarted him. We have captured him. But you know what? We're going to give him a very big punishment. <laughs> yes, indeed. Instead of uh, killing him, we're going to humiliate him. What? What are you talking about? What are you going to do to me? What are you doing? Well, first of all, we're going to take off your crown. <laughs> well, actually, you could keep your crown because then nobody will believe it's you. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. No, no, no. We'll take off your crown. We'll just leave a sign. Yes, yes. Oh, you know what? We'll put the crown on top of the cage. Cage? What are you talking about, cage? What are you talking about? <laughs> Men, bring the cage. And sure enough, a cage was brought. A cage that was about as tall as the King of Prague. Maybe with another inch or two. But it was not such a wide cage. It was a kind of cage that he could not really sit down. He could not lie down. He could stand and barely move around. He certainly could not sit completely. And so, the King of Prague, he was placed in this cage. No! Wait a minute, take off the chains, because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's no room to go in there. Okay, take off his chains. <laughs> open up, open up. What are you doing to me? How dare you? Why don't you just put me in a regular jail? What's going on here? <laughs> you will see, I told you, instead of killing you, we'll humiliate you. You'll be humiliated every single day. <laughs> what? Why? How? What? What are you doing? <laughs> Don't you worry. All right, put him in the cage already. And they took off his royal clothing. And they gave him junky clothing. And they put his crown and the clothing on top of the cage where he could not reach it. And they put a sign in the front. Here is the king of Prague. Look at him now. And of course, every day... People would pass by. Oh, mommy, look, the funny man in the cage. What did the sign say? Oh, the sign says that here is the king of Prague. <laughs> Our enemy is now in prison. <laughs> look at the king now. <laughs> look, he can't do nothing. <laughs> look at him. He, he's in a cage. <laughs> and other people would pass by. Oh, dear, me oh my. Who is this sorry, pitiful person? Oh, there's a sign there. Let me see what it says. Oh, uh, here within is the King of Prague. <laughs> Our enemy. <laughs> oh, tis, tis, too bad. <laughs> and, of course, the King of Prague was very embarrassed. <sighs> Let me out of here, I say. Let me out of here. I'm a king. Let me out of here. And he tried to, like, shuckle the cage, but he couldn't. It was thick bars. But the cage was hanging on a chain. And so the more he shuckled, the more he shuckled around. And the more he banged his head against the bar. Boom, boom. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, boy, I'm so tired. I gotta sit down. But he couldn't sit down. 
because the reason he couldn't sit down because there was no room for him to bend his feet enough to sit down. So all he could do was lean against the gates or against the cage, I guess, the bars. And while he was there, what ended up happening was people would pass by and some of them were not so nice. Oh, look at us. Here's the king of Prague, he's our enemy, and he's putting the cage. You know what we should do? Yeah, give me that mud over there. Thank you. I'll throw it right in his face. Oh, stop that. I'm a king, I tell you. Oh, he thinks he's a king. Let's throw another one. Oh, stop that. You're humiliating me. That's the idea. How do you feel, your majesty? Why well, should you say your majesty? He's mud the right. And of course, people will pass by every day, look at him and laugh at him, throw things at him. And of course, once a day, there was a guard that came by to bring him food. <laughs> Susan, you're hungry? Yeah, here's some food. And he would tease him. And of course, the king of Prague had to try to reach his hand out from the bars and reach the food. And he didn't have no guppel, no spoon, no forks, no nothing. He had to eat it with his bare hands. And he would eat the food. And every now and then, the guard would play a game. <laughs> catch your food, catch your food, catch your food. And once in a while, on purpose, the guard would drop the tray of food. <laughs> Sorry, no supper today. <laughs> Fell on the floor. If you could reach it from the floor, you could eat it off the floor. And sometimes the king was so hungry that he did, unfortunately, eat off the floor. The king was stuck in this cage. He was stuck in there for more than one day, more than two days. The days were going on. And gradually, the weeks were going on. And eventually, he was not taking any showers. But if he smelled too much, the guards, well, people would come by and take pails of water and throw cold water on him. And the king would freeze. Stop! And he would catch a cold here and there. There would be days when it would be raining. There would be days where there was storm. There would be very windy days, and they did not give him a coat. And the winds would be blowing and howling away, and he was trying to hug himself and squeeze himself tight so he could get some warmth. But he was shivering. And, of course, they never gave him a haircut. And his hair was growing very, very long. And his nails were growing very long. And there was nothing he could do. And he stayed there and he cried day after day. He tried not to lose his sanity. Weeks were going by, like I said. Months were going by. A half a year passed. A half a year, imagine six months. His feet were killing him. He could probably hardly move. And his arms, he didn't even have exercise. And he ate a little here and there. He was losing weight like crazy. But his hair was growing very long. And his fingernails were growing long. Yes, he was humiliated. It was a sight for sore eyes. And then one night, one night, a man started walking up to the cage. Hello there. Shalom Aleichem. How are you, Your Majesty, the King of Prague? Ah, 
You call me the King of Prague. You're not throwing mud at me? Of course not. You're a king. <laughs> Somebody recognizes my king. <laughs> Very interesting. And, and you said something in uh, another language. But you speak my language. Uh, but I, and yes, I speak your language, and I speak other languages. And yes, I said Shalom Aleichem. Yeah, but that, when I hear that, that's a Jewish phrase to say hello. How are you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm fine. <laughs> Couldn't be better, as you can see. <laughs> I can't let Jewish people see me this way humiliated. It's all right. We know all about you. We know you humiliated. Now you listen to me very carefully. Listen to me well. I could get you out of here. How could you get me out of here? This cage is locked by one of the biggest chains and biggest locks around. That's why they don't even guard it. They know I can't get out. And nobody here is going to rescue me. And my men, imagine, they never regroup to try to rescue me. What kind of soldiers do I have? What kind of soldiers do I have? <laughs> Obviously, you don't understand fully what's going on here. But let me just tell you this. I could free you from here if you want. You, you could free me from here? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean you could free me from here? I could free you. However... On one condition. <laughs> one condition? <laughs> you want money? How can I give you money? I have no money here. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't want any money. I just want the following. You're going to uh, sign a decree. You're going to, uh, when you get back to the palace, you're going to sign a decree. No more taxes on the Jewish people. Nothing more than the fair share of taxes that everybody else pays. No more harassing the Jewish people. If you do this, I will free you. If not, Hatzloch Rabba. What? What does that mean? That means good luck to you, sir, and enjoy your stay in the cage. No, 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 no. I want to get out of this cage. I want to... Shh. Don't make so much noise. Otherwise, the people will hear you, and they'll have to run away. And we'll have to wait longer to try to get you out. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll do anything you say. Anything, anything. Are you sure? I'm positive. Very well. Very well. Okay. Listen to me well. Stand back a little bit. Stand back! Where should I go? There's no room in the cage. Don't you worry. I'm an old man, but uh, I, I could take care of this. But, 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 who are you? And how did you get here? Never mind how I get here. I'm Nodem Baal Shem Tov. Wait, aren't you the rabbi of the Jewish people? Yes, yes, I am. Now, uh, do you want to be rescued or you want to talk? Yeah, no, 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 get me out of here. Get me out of here. All right, all right, relax. I will get you out of here. Don't worry. I'm going to work on getting you out of here. Okay, relax, relax. Okay, now just lean back as far as you can. All right, all right, all right. And Odom Balshem. The Odom Balshem went and he took his hand and he put it on to the lock of the big chain and he said a few, obviously words of Kabbalah of some sort, and all of a sudden, the chain broke. What? What? How, how did you do that? Don't ask questions now. It's time to go. Come. But what about... Uh, I will take the royal clothing that's on top over there. Don't worry. Come, come, let's go. There's no time to waste. And sure enough, the king tried to climb out of the cage. Boom, boom. As he stepped out. He toppled over. Oh, my feet, I can't walk. Oh, I have no strength in my feet. Oh, I can't move my joints. Oh, I'm in terrible pain. Relax. Relax. Come. Let us go. I can't 
I'll tell you what. Close your eyes and hold my hand. All right, I'm closing my eyes and hold your hand. Now open your eyes. How do I get by this river? Now listen to me. I can't take you into the palace smelling like a slob. So what you have to do is you have to wash yourself up in the water here and then wash your clothing and then it will dry by the fire. The heat will dry it up. But don't put it too close. You don't want to burn it. Okay? All right, all right, all right. And so the king went into the river and he washed himself up. <laughs> don't sing. People will hear. They'll come. While everybody's sleeping, we must make our escape. Yeah, yeah, while everybody's sleeping. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Now what? Now I must give you a haircut and I must cut your nails. All right, all right. But uh, uh, what are we going to do if we leave a trail of the hair? Ah, uh, yes. You have this little pouch in your kingly pocket, right? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, let me take it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, my chewing tobacco. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Spill out your chewing tobacco. Just spill it out into the river. Into the river. <laughs> all right, I did it. Now what? Now, when I cut your hair, you're going to put it into the pouch. All this long hair is going to fit into the pouch? Not only that, it will hold your long nails too. What would you like first? Your long nails cut or your hair? My nails, because I can't pick my nose. Uh, yes, yes, of course not. Okay, hmm, sounds familiar. All right, anyways, let me cut your nails. And he cut all his nails. And he put the nails into the chewing tobacco bag, a little leather pouch. Then he cut his hair with some scissors. And after he cut his hair, gave him a normal-looking haircut that he could look like the king again, he put that hair also into the tobacco pouch. And then he said, Now, by now, the clothing should be dry. Put them on. Put them on. And he put on his royal clothing. And strange as it may seem, it was a strong and durable material. Throughout that six months, it did not ruin. He wore his kingly clothing. He put the crown back on his head. And together they walked and arrived at the palace. The king did not realize that it was through Adam Balshem that he was able to walk again. And so when he arrived near the gates of the palace, close enough but far away that his men at the gates could not see, Adam Balshem said, Now I will return where I have to go. Remember what you said. You must keep your word. Yes, 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 I'll keep my word, don't worry. <laughs> yes, I'll keep my word. And so the king went over, and he came to the gates, and there were soldiers standing there guarding. Look down there, it's the king. I don't know what he's doing out there. Open the gates in the name of the king. <laughs> and they let in the king. <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, your majesty, how come you're out so late? What do you mean I'm out so late? Don't they realize I was gone for about six months? <laughs> but I'm too tired. I'll deal with them tomorrow morning. Let me go to my palace. And he went straight to his palace. He went upstairs to his room and he met guards at the door. Ah, good evening, men. How are you? Uh, we're fine, sir. Everything is fine. Mm, everything is fine. Uh, aren't you going to ask how I am? Okay, how are you? I'm I'm fine. Aren't you going to? Uh, well, you know what? Aren't you going to ask? Aren't you going to ask? Aren't I going to ask what? 
Aren't you going to ask where I was for six months? What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. You're very tired. Go to sleep. Nah, go to sleep. Sure, I'll go to sleep. I'll deal with you people in the morning. Ah, you people don't care about me, huh? I'll deal with you in the morning. And so the king went to bed. But when he went to bed, he went in his clothing. He was so tired that he did not get undressed. The only thing he took off was his crown, because that would hurt when he goes to sleep like that. Metal crown with diamonds and whatever. So he took off the crown and then went into the bed and he fell asleep. And in the morning, the rooster crowed. And of course, even the king woke up at that. What's going on here? What am I doing in my pajamas? I, I, I was in my royal clothing. I just took off my crown. Ah, it's right where I put it. What's going on here? Why is my royal... Oh, must have gotten up after I slept for a while and took off my clothing. Now I'll deal with these guards over here. <laughs> you over there! I want to talk to you. Yes, sir. What is it? Yes, sir. What's the problem? You. And you. Were you guarding my door the whole night? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, really, huh? Then tell me. Tell me. Go ahead. Tell me. I want to know why, when I came in last night, you didn't ask where I was for six months. And how come nobody came to try to rescue me? Sir, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? Six months ago, there was a war, right? Uh, what war? Oh, come on. My enemies. Our enemies. They attacked us, right? Uh, sir... Uh, maybe you need a little more sleep. Yes, sir. Maybe you had a bad nightmare. I did not have a nightmare. But, sir, we've been outside this door all night. And, uh, you've been in your bed the whole time. I've been in my bed the whole time. The whole time. You can tell me I was in my bed for six months? Wow. You probably just had a very vivid dream. Really? Let me go back into my room. And he slammed the door. And he said, I'll deal with these people. I'm now in my pajamas. But how did I get my pajamas? Wait a minute. Ah, there's only one way to find out. If this dream it was a dream, or did it really happen? Hmm. Ah, let me see. I don't think I was dreaming. They think I'm dreaming. My tobacco pouch. Yes, let me say. Let me get my tobacco pouch. Lum, bum, bum, bim, bum. Ah, let me open it up. Watch this. My hair and my long nails. My hair and my long nails are inside. This thing really happened. All right. Guys, get in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is it, sir? What is it? Come in here. Okay, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. We're inside. Yes, sir. What is it? What is it? What's the problem? You are so ungrateful. I should fire you from your post. What are you talking about, sir? We've been guarding you the whole night. Nobody came in. There was no war. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, sir. I don't know what you're talking about either. What are you talking about? I know I wasn't dreaming. Because take a look. You see this hair? Yes, sir. And you see these nails? Yes, sir. This is my hair that grew so long. And these are my nails that grew so long when I was in captivity. And you, when I returned here. It's bad enough you people didn't come to try to rescue me ever. Instead, some old rabbi came to rescue me. Wait, wait a minute. That's it. You don't believe me, do you? You still think I'm dreaming, even though I have evidence here. 
Yes, sir. I do think so, but I don't know how you got that here in the pouch. I don't know. Maybe I had it from a long time ago. Maybe from a Jewish upsharing. I don't know. You don't know. There's only one way to find out. The rabbi who rescued me. Yes, I want you to summon, but respectfully, send a royal coach. A royal coach. Send a royal coach and let them bring me the rabbi. And so, within this short time, a coach appeared in the royal part of the palace, ready to go. And by orders of the king, soldiers went with him. And this coach driver went all the way to the Jewish part of Prague. And the people worried, Hi, Vajmer, I know the cray, I know the... Hi, Vajmer, wait, wait a minute. Well, I'm gonna the rest of the Narrowskaiten. Give a cook, look what's going on here. He's going to the rabbi's house. He's gonna arrest him. Oh, they don't look like they're so mean. They, they look nice. Uh, uh, oh, look. Adam Balshem is coming out of his house. He's coming with a smile. Rabbi says, Zorgzichnish, Alts is in Ordenung. Everything is okay. Don't worry. Go back. Continue learning. Continue working. Continue doing what you're supposed to be doing. Zai Gitayidin. Be good Jewish people. That's all. Go, 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 go. And so Adam Balshem came. And the guards were there. Oh, okay, uh, the rabbi is here. Ah, rabbi, I have some interesting uh, questions for you. Yes, of course you should. I should? Of course. You went through a lot last night. Last night. <laughs> You're the one that rescued me, right? Yes, I'm the one that rescued you with Hashem's help, of course. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And, uh, um, um, I was in captivity. Yes, you were. I, I did have a battle. Yes, you did. And I was gone for six months. No, you weren't. What? One minute. Did I have a war? Yes. Was I in a cage? Yes. Uh, was I gone for six months? No. What? The say the rabbi says you were not gone. But the rabbi also said that, that I was in captivity. I was in a cage. Right? That's, 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 that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Rabbi, please explain what's going on here. <sighs> All right. I'll explain it. But call in your other ministers also. The ones who say bad things about the Jewish people. Bring them in. All right. Order them in. And all the ministers were ordered in. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah, what's your problem? Hey, <laughs> what's your problem? Oh, yeah, what is your problem? And they all came in. And the king said, Now you be quiet and listen to what the rabbi says. Now go ahead, rabbi, explain what happened. All right, I will explain. You see, it's very simple. You see, your majesty, you went a drop too far yesterday. Yesterday was six months ago. No, no, no. Please listen, don't interrupt. Yesterday, you went a bit too far when you made your last crazy decree and it was bothering the Jewish people to no end. And it was a ridiculous tax. And yet, you still did it anyways. And you continue to do these things. The Eden... The Jewish people, they came to me and they complained about what you're doing. And when they complained about what you're doing, that's not very good for you. So let me tell you something. When they complained to me, I was mespal and shemayim. But by the time I was mespal and shemayim, there was a bad gezerah, a decree against you. A decree against me? What do you mean? Ah. You were to die last night. 
You were supposed to die because of all your evil that you're doing to the Jewish people. It was decreed that all the tefillos that the Jewish people cried out were being answered at last. And it was decreed in heavens above that you should die last night. And in a certain sense, you did die. What? What, what do you mean? I was captured. Yes, but you're not regular soldiers. These were the Malochei Chavola. What? Angels of destruction. That's who captured you. It was the angels of destruction. And they put you in this cage to humiliate you because of the decrees that you did. And you would remain there dead. And your neshama, your soul, would be continuously suffering. Except I was privileged when I was praying last night that the decrees should stop. I was praying not for your death. I was praying for the decrees to stop because you're still a human being. There's still a chance for you to change. So what I did was very simple. I prayed. I was mispalal. And my tefillas were answered. And they gave me permission to rescue you. And so therefore, I took your dead body and reunited it with your neshama. And therefore, you're back to life. And that's what happened last night. Yeah, but, but, but how is it possible that my hair grew so long? I mean, didn't I take a haircut? I mean, didn't you cut my nails? Yes. But how could it grow so long if it was just a couple of hours during the night? The reason is because you were in such distress. You were in such sadness that your hair grew long from distress. Your fingernails grew long. And I cut them. So you should have a simon, a sign to know that if you're not careful, you will die very soon. And I cannot rescue again. So fulfill your promise that you said to me when I rescued you. Break all the evil decrees that you put against the Jewish people. And no longer should you make a decree against the Jewish people. And so that is what happened. This king of Prague rescinded all the bad decrees. And he no longer wanted to make bad decrees against the Jewish people. Next week, Be'ezus Hashem, we will tell you part two, if I remember that is, I will tell you part two of this story with Odom Baal Shem Tov. I will tell you what happened next. But for the meantime, rest assured, he stopped his evil decrees. What happened next? We'll find out next week. Wow, was I quiet or was I quiet? Yes, how come you were so quiet? Because you never told that story on the radio before. You never told it on, on, on jradio.com. You never told it uh, on the telephone. Not even on Wonder Words. Well, that's right. I never told it yet on Wonder Words. Maybe one day I will, but right now I didn't. You're right. So did you ever tell it before? Yes, I did. I told it by a Shabbos uh, Shaver Brachas to, to the children, but but <laughs> and then I got requests that they wanted to hear it on on the on the uh, you know <laughs> on Shaver Radio, and so that's why I did it. And next week I'll honor their other requests and say part two. Wow, can't believe it. Okay, do we have any time for phone calls? Uh, gotta see on the other side over there. Yeah, okay. All right. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your me? name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Me? Yes, you. I learned that you should not, like never um, start up Jews or 
That's correct. You've got that right, but always remember bad decrees come on Jewish people when they sin. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Avram Avram Savitsky. Yeah. And and I learned that you should that the that that um that you shouldn't you shouldn't that feels are always answered. It feels are always answered. Yes, it feels are always answered. Very good. Okay, send regards to your brothers and your father and your mother. Okay, and of course your Zadie. Okay, thank you very much. Was, yes, what? That was Adam Balshemtov, you said? What was the name? Adam Balshemtov. You can ask your father to look it up. He probably knows about these people. There's a few different versions of who he was. Okay, let me go to the next caller. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello, you're on the air. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Huh? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Me? Yes, you. Um, my name is Mikhail Simon, and I learned that you should always... Um, trust in a rabbi. And also, can I talk to Yassi? Okay, I'm here. What do you want to ask me? How old are you? I'm 12 years old. And I've, so been, I've, been, I've been 12 years old for about 12 years. <laughs> okay, 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 bye. 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 Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Well, let me learn tonight's story. Um, my name is Yes. My name is Rosenberg. I learned that you should always trust in Hashem, and you should always trust in Fatika. Your dreams are always answered. Very good, excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, hello. You're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Gutnaben again. Okay, but did you listen to the story this time? Yes, I did. I okay. definitely did. Okay, so tell okay, us what lessons. Okay, only one lesson that may have. Uh, May have made the top, uh, the top three is I would say never make a bad decree, right? Okay, yes. And uh, um, hey guards, I love your uniforms. Keep it that way. Okay, very good. But now I gotta go to the next uh, callers. Okay, be well, Marsha. Okay, bye bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my name is Avram Wachman. I learned that you always have to keep your promise. That you always have to what? Keep your promise. That's right. You got to keep your promise. That's correct. You got that right. Okay. Thank you very much. Hello. You're on the air. What lesson did you learn tonight's story? Hello. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Yes. What is your name? What lesson did you learn tonight's story? Adina. Adina. Okay. And what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Um. You should. You should also be. You should always be a BTSy. Uh, okay, uh, go on. what do you want to ask me real quick? Because we got to go through the other call. Go ahead. Real, 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 real quick. I am innocent, I tell you. Oh, you got it? That's good. Yeah. Uh, you listened to it a lot of times, I hope. Yeah. Very good. That was a good CD? Yeah. Good. Baruch Hashem. Okay, i got to go to the next caller. Okay, bye. Mm. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is uh, your name? My name is Midian. And um, I learned that you should always pray. 
Okay, beautiful. That's true. Always got a daven. If you want, to, you want the things to be answered, you got a daven. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Hello. Uh, yes, you're on the air. What lesson do you learn? What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Ellie Gutman, and I learned that that a tzaddik could do could turn over everything what what was written down in Shemaimi. He could turn that. He could turn that over everything. That's correct. You got that right. That's right. Maybe one day you're going to be one like that too. You never know. <laughs> Just keep working on it. Okay. Thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? I'm Ellie Fisher, yeah. and I learned that you should always believe a topic. Excellent. Beautiful. That's also there. Munasaham. Yes. Good okay. night. Good night. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Me? Yes, you might be the last caller. Um, I learned that you, should, you shouldn't be mean. And can I talk to Yassi? Real fast. Hi. I gotta talk to me real fast. Because we don't got no more time. Because you're the last caller. Go ahead. What do you want to ask me? You, you, were very, you, you were very quiet. I was very quiet today because because it was a brand new story, okay? That's all the time we have, and I was, like, so excited in it. Okay, bye. bye. See you next week. Okay, that's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos. Goodbye. Goodbye.